On NPR's Consider This podcast, we don't just help you keep up with the news, we help you make sense of what's happening. Like what the case about George Floyd's killing means for the ongoing fight for racial justice, or how to best navigate a pandemic that's changed life for all of us. All of that in 15 minutes every weekday. Listen now to Consider This from NPR. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Nate Chinin of WBGO and Jazz Night in America. Hey, Nate. Hey, Robin. It's Friday, March 19th, and we're doing a quick run through our picks for the best new albums out now, starting with John Batiste and his latest, We Are. This is John Batiste. The album is called We Are, and this is the title cut we're, we're listening to now. Just an extraordinary song. Of course, many know him uh, as the band leader on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He often plays the melodica, which sounds a lot like an accordion. And he's, you know, he's super playful and kind of goofy, and his music has a real Zydeco flavor. But man, he really pulls out all the stops. This is the album that we've been waiting for John Batiste to make. You know, he's so many things, as you say, right? He's this New Orleans soul man, and he's a virtuoso jazz pianist, and he's an entertainer down to his core. You know, I feel like I I was beginning to wonder whether there was going to be an album that really sort of captured all of the different sides. And I'm sure this doesn't, right? (laughs) There's probably some stuff that's that's not on here. But still, this is as comprehensive a portrait of this guy as I think we've had in one package. And it's almost overwhelming. It's so much spirit. It's so much sort of fire and love and joy and encouragement. You feel that he's just poured his soul into this thing. We played a bit of the title cut, We Are, and I, I think that we really need to hear more Uh, of it to get a better idea of the remarkable range of it in this record. So I want to just scooch ahead here to uh, another section a little bit later on in the song. And that's the St. Augustine High School Marching 100, also the Gospel Soul Children Choir. I mean, this is what he kicks the record off with. I mean, it is just, yes. it is such a profound, I thought, opening statement. Yeah, but there's there's some interesting backstory here because as you 
I'm sure will recall, we saw so many protests over the summer of 2020. And during several of them in New York City, John Batiste was out in the streets. Mm. You know, I've often referred to him as a kind of Pied Piper, but he was literally out in the streets with a megaphone, leading crowds of people in chant and song. And that was actually the context in which this song, We Are, first made its appearance. Uh, you know, as a statement of protest and a statement of dissatisfaction with current conditions, but also as, a, as an affirmation, as a reassurance that, first of all, that we are a we and that we are. <laughs> you know? right. It's like these right. two little words and somehow he invests them with so much feeling. These ideas of solidarity and presentness and togetherness you know, and, and it actually kind of prepares us for the rest of this album because John Batiste is someone who's accrued a certain amount of clout in the music industry and in popular culture, and he is spending on this album. Oh, you know, yeah. He's, I mean, if you look at the credits, you know, he's got you know the legendary drummer James Gadson, and he's got Robert Randolph on pedal steel, and he's got Tank from Tank and the Bangas, and. Mavis Staples, he's, you know, he's got uh, the novelist uh, Zadie Smith doing narration on a track. Right. So this is really like I am bringing it uh, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm like not afraid to use my Rolodex, but in a way that doesn't <laughs> feel like a flex that really feels right. inclusive and familial. Yeah. He always radiates so much joy and positivity and, and always so thoughtful. And you hear that on this record. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it is a serious work of art. John Batiste is the artist. His really, really remarkable new record is called We Are. Thanks so much, Nate. Thank you, Robin. Up next on our picks for the best albums out now on March 19th is a new one from Loretta Lynn. It's called Still Woman Enough. You've come to tell me something You say I ought to know That he don't love me anymore And I'll have to let him go Take my man Women like you They're a dime a dozen You can buy them anywhere For you to get the him I have to move over And I'm gonna stand right here It'll be over my dead body So get out while you can Cause you ain't woman enough To take my man this is Loretta Lynn, the country singer and legend Loretta Lynn. Her new album is called Still Woman Enough, and the song we're hearing is You Ain't Woman Enough. And Julie Height from WNXP in Nashville back for this one. Welcome, Julie. Hey, glad to be back. This is Loretta Lynn's 50th, 5-0-50th studio album. She'll be 89 years old next month. And I think she sounds fantastic on this record. I mean, it's like, man, she's lost nothing. That is definitely true. Her voice is strikingly bell clear and still cuts through. Yep. What's different to me is her phrasing. I mean, you you know, she re-recorded, revisited a lot of songs that she recorded many, many decades ago. And now her phrasing is more clipped and peppery and she's anticipating the beat and there's a lived in quality there. Yeah. And she really wanted this album to be a celebration of women in country music. And she brings in a lot of big names to help her with that. Oh, yeah. And You Ain't Woman Enough, I think she chose quite well. She's got Tanya Tucker on there. So you've got 
in one track, two different generations, two different embodiments of what I consider sort of tough confrontational femininity. She has Margot Price on a song, One's on the Way. I mean, she has the title track. It sort of encapsulates who she is and the archetype that she has given us of grounded working class country femininity. It's I'm strong, but I'm tender, wise, but I'm tough. You know, that sort of spells it out in a nutshell on on that track that she also has Reba McIntyre and Carrie Underwood uh, harmonizing with her. Well, it was so good to hear from her again. And, and something reassuring, I'll say, in hearing her do a version of Keep on the Sunny Side of Life. Loretta Lynn is the artist. Her new album is called Still Woman Enough. And Julie, let's do one more before I let you go. Another big country release this week from the singer Melissa Carper. It's called Daddy's Country Gold. I'm making memories I'd like to remember. I'm meeting new people I'd like to recall. Some of their names like Larry and Steve. This is Melissa Carper, her album Daddy's Country Gold. This opening cut to the record is called Making Memories. She obviously, Julie, has just such a perfectly executed vintage sound on this album, but she's very subtly subverting the the form. Absolutely. Melissa Carper is a lifelong upright bassist and singer and songwriter who also happens to be an openly queer woman. You know, Daddy's Country Gold, the image that it might bring to mind is that of reaching back to songs and stories and styles handed down. And that is one layer of it for her. I mean, she did grow up in a country family band, hearing the records of her parents. But it also is a reference to her own wonderfully butch nickname. And I believe she said in an interview that it was her romantic and musical partner, the award-winning fiddle player Rebecca Patek, who suggested the title to her. Mm. And so... There are elements of stoicism and sentimentality and pining, just like you hear from Loretta Lynn on her album. But I enjoy the fact that, you know, you can hear Melissa Carper do a song like Old Fashioned Gal using the language of kind of classic country and pop and jazz and making explicit in, you know, whimsical, playful ways that the person she's envisioning is a woman. Yeah, she's got such a rich sense of humor. On, on, on the song that we played, Making Memories, there's this great moment where she's kind of uh, speaking to like a chorus of people, and she's like, um, now what's that word I'm looking for? I learned to say it. I learned to say it 
just it is so <laughs> hilarious and then the, you know like she's got a song called would you like to get some goats and all of them just sound so good i mean not unlike loretta lynn melissa carper is giving us scenes and stories and vignettes that kind of play out between home and the honky tonk sort of slices of life or trying to create a life or hang on to a life, you know, for Mm -hmm. her sort of being a journey person, musician, you know, out playing in bars and busking on the streets and then also fantasizing about these whimsical visions of rural life or agrarian life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love that it's sort of a romantic overture. You want to get some goats? You want to grow some peppers <laughs> and make some hot sauce, you know? Yeah, um, it is, Yeah, it, exactly, you know? I mean, that is, that is her version and her vision of dreaming up a life, carving out a life. Melissa Carper is the artist. Her really wonderful new record is called Daddy's Country Gold. Thanks, Julie. You're so welcome. From the country classic sound of Melissa Carper, let's go next to the British producer and DJ known as Vegan. His latest is called Like a Good Old Friend. Streets I stroll, my trainers drag, head hanging low, clothes hang off limbs, body wear thin, fire burning, thick smoke is wading in, can't even breathe places that I'm in, expensive lives out of evasives, bearing through ego flares and trips, that's when you got disappear and dip, hide on the hills, can't remember the last time, probably on a map one, under pills, time standing still, I see bodies dance, body trance, try to be the man still. This is the producer Vegan, V-E-G-Y-N, Vegan. His new record is called Like a Good Old Friend. The song we're hearing from it is I See You Sometimes, and Tariq Moody from Radio Milwaukee joins us to talk about all things vegan. The artists, not the <laughs> but lifestyle, I guess. Yeah, this this is, I want to say, I want to um, preface that most people think of electronic music as like, you know, Steve Aoki, the mainstream, like this is what electronic music most people are. Yeah. And there's, to me, I'm a big love of the art and soul of electronic music. What Flying Lotus is doing, what even Aphex Twin is, has done, Orbital, all those guys really brought the soul and art electronic music. And I think Vegan what this project is continuing that um that tradition his name is real name is joe thornally from uk he's only been making music for eight years he was studying design at london college of communications never played an instrument and his love of jay dilla inspired him to start making beats back then and and now he's he's it's super in demand i mean he's worked with frank ocean jpeg mafia and so many others and this new solo collection from him it does get more into dance beats but it stays really nice and moody i think it feels like it's therapeutic for him 
Hmm. I don't know. Basically, like the last song, I feel like I'm ruining songs. Mm-hmm. It's the last song. It was like it makes me think about the fact that you know he he's not. He just picked up this not too long ago. Yeah, and I feel like maybe that song is kind of dealing about anxiety, and maybe this is kind of like him dealing with this. Yeah, I think he's very much a seeker. I know he was inspired to make some of this music by a, a deck of tarot cards that he that he found, and he was doing re- readings for himself. And apparently, the tower card from the tarot deck kept coming up, and that's a card that means danger or destruction or a crisis. And it was very unsettling, and I think he poured some of that anxiety into this record. Mm-hmm. This is uh, truly a beautiful. If I think if anybody wants to like who's never liked electronic music, this is a. I think this is an album they they should definitely check out. Vegan is the artist, the DJ and producer. His new one is called "Like a Good Old Friend." Thanks so much, Tariq. Thank you, Robin. Thanks for having me again. Let's do one more album we're loving this week before we take a break. Out now on March 19th from the rapper Benny the Butcher. It's called The Plugs I Met Too. OGs put us on and we cherished it. Now I want my young niggas shoot us like Pete Maravich. You shot up a crowd and thought you was gangster. But hit a kid cause killers don't go to shooting ranges. You know my neighborhood was super dangerous. A record deal would get you lit but a robbery would make you super famous. These new niggas just stop and pull it. Trade it in his innocence for a box of bullets. If it's work in the house, it belongs to the trapper. Guns on tour buses always belongs to the rapper. My little man ride around strapped. Hunting for a op, he can catch Live by it, you die by it Knowing if you don't kill him, he coming back But he said he good, cause he gon' handle that Live by it, you die by it Kept mine on me wherever I was at Heard some niggas had some money on my hat Live by it, you die by it uh, Two, two, threes, K's and Max this is Benny the Butcher, the rapper Benny the Butcher. His new album is called The Plugs I Met Too. This cut we're hearing from it is called Live By It. And contributor Christina Lee, back to talk Benny the Butcher. Hey, Christina. Hi, Robin. This is a really pretty dark record. It's very foreboding at times, unnerving. But for as raw and blunt and vivid as he gets about street life... He's not glorifying it or glamorizing it. It's quite the opposite. No, exactly, Robin. Benny the Butcher is a really interesting artist because he, along with his group Griselda, are very reminiscent for a lot of hip-hop fans about the blunt, like, no-frills approach that Mob Deep have when they were coming up. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think they're also equally reminiscent of that mafioso phase that New York rap had in the 80s and the 90s. But Benny, along with his cohorts, they at least had the sense to know that films like Scarface don't have a happy ending. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, he even said in an interview with NPR, this is a quote from him, he says about uh, other rappers, they're talking about what they've done and just making everything sound like a party. And I feel like you got to let people know what's going on because it's a myth. It's really a myth that you get in the game and you make all this money and you're good. Everybody ends up dead or in jail, literally. I think the song that we just heard, Live By It, has like this really great quotable where it was like the heat clap and makes street savages peace advocates, which I thought, like I immediately wrote that down. But unfortunately for Benny, he's had to come to terms with that himself because as he mentions even in the song Thanksgiving, just as he's founding his own label and as he's founding his own sports agency, he's really on the come up. He's having all these amazing cosigns. He was shot during a botched robbery outside of a Walmart in Houston. And that was a really sobering moment for him because he's in a position where he can 
physically move from the projects that otherwise sort of define his music, he can use his hustle to his advantage. But at the same time, like he is going to come across these reminders that he might not always be able to escape his past or escape those particular realities. So I appreciate that stance, that stance that says like, you know what, this stuff isn't, it isn't to play with. He also told NPR in that same interview that he is at the hungry stage of his career where, you know, he just wants to do and try as much as possible. And I I will say he has completely got my attention and and I want to see what comes next. Benny the Butcher is the rapper. His new one is called The Plugs I Met Too. Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Robin. We've still got a handful of albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday. But first, we need to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Brewer Terrence Sullivan shares how brewing beer is often a science, but to achieve the right flavor profile, it can also be an art. The science is the process of making the actual beer, and and the art form comes from the brewer of literally weaving in different hops. They're just adding some nice little zest to it. To learn more, go to SierraNevada.com. Must be 21 years or older. Please drink responsibly. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick run through our picks for the best new albums out on March 19th. We start the second half of our show off with the band Middle Kids. Their new one out now is called Today We're the Greatest. This is the band Middle Kids. Their new album is called Today We're the Greatest. The song we're hearing from it is called Are You For Me? And NPR Music's Stephen Thompson back this week to talk about this one and a couple others we're loving this week. Hey, Stephen. Hello, Robin. Middle Kids, a band from Sydney. This is their second full-length album, and they've got a real gift for a sleight of hand that I love in music when you can pull it off, which is they can make melancholy sound like euphoria. Yeah, and I think that goes right down to their kind of genre mix. Like, they're they're an indie pop band, but there's like these undercurrents of Americana, and then there is this large undercurrent of arena rock. And so, th- <laughs> right. so you have this ability to conjure not only intimacy and warmth, but this really grand fist-pumping joy. And I think listening to this record, so much of that comes down to the singer, Hannah Joy, and, mm. and this elastic voice that she has. She's able to to work really well in a whisper and work in a quiet setting, but then she's got the pipes to just let it rip. I love how earnest she allows herself to be on the record, too. 
You know, like they have a song called Run With You where she shares a recording of the sonogram uh, mm-hmm. she had when she was pregnant with her first child. It's the sound, the sound of the beating heart. And it doesn't come off as gimmicky or mm-hmm. mawkish or anything like that. You know, you're, you're totally invested in it. I think this is emotionally open music. And I think even the song Are You For Me that we played at the top of this segment is about the pressure to feel good and kind. And you know, so like... I think there's a level of introspection in this music that pairs really, really well with a sound that's willing to go for broke. Middle Kids, great new record from them. Today, we're the greatest. And Stephen, I want to talk briefly about two EPs that are out today and that I love, and I think they'd otherwise be really easy to miss. The first is from a singer-songwriter from Asheville, North Carolina named Colin Miller. His new EP is called Hook. Miller. His new EP is called Hook. This is the opening song. It's called From the Other Room. Totally new to me. But man, when those first harmonies drift in on this opening cut, I just was completely floored. Yeah, you were the one who told me about this record, and I I listened to the first few seconds of it, and I thought, yep, Robin Hilton. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's got such a gift for this rich but spare sound, and songwriting that's really rooted in empathy. And I think that mix really, really works. He named this record for the 1991 Robin Williams vehicle Hook, but yeah. in, you know, kind of in honor, <laughs> in honor, I didn't, you know, I didn't think of Hook as a great uh, inspiration. But then when you think about it, it's a movie about holding on to youth and your memories and not letting go of the lessons that shape you. And yeah. I think, you know, we just talked about with middle kids, the, just the power of introspection. I think that introspection works so well for him. This is, this is really deeply felt, really empathetic music. Well, listening to this record, I I thought it's pretty clear this guy's got a a lot rolling around in his noggin. And and I'm just very happy to have discovered him, excited to see what comes next. And I'll just note that this EP is out on a label called Oof Records. Bonus (laughs) points for that. (laughs) Oof Records. (laughs) And that's Colin Miller. His new one is called Hook. All right, the second EP that we want to play is by a singer from Portland in Oregon. This is Maria DeHart. Her new record is called Quarantunes.
This is Maria DeHart. Her new EP is called Quarantunes. This is the song In My Head. Uh, as I said, she's from Portland, and her, her EP is exactly what the name Quarantunes implies, a collection of songs made in isolation. Yeah, this is just a really beautiful, dreamy bedroom pop record. I mean, I keep talking about the appropriateness of titles <laughs> and, <laughs> and and that song in my head. This is what she's singing about. I mean, she said in an interview, uh, you know, through her lyrics, I, you know, I ex- quote, I explore my experiences with mental illness, specifically obsessive compulsive disorder, addiction, and releasing control in pursuit of serenity. These are songs about coming to terms with who you are and navigating the pathways of your brain to find comfort. And I think if you're looking to do that through music, these songs are a great companion. I was really taken by her voice. I, I just yeah. love how she sounds. You know, she's very much uh, alive and in tune, but drained in a mm. way. Does that, you know, mm-hmm. like she's a, a little bit detached from reality, which is, I think, how everyone has also been feeling this past year. Maria DeHart, her new EP is called Quarantunes, a really lovely record. All right. Thanks so much, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. We've got one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but I do want to flag a few other notable releases out today, starting with a big one that we weren't able to hear in time for taping the show. It's from Lana Del Rey. Her new album is called Chemtrails Over the Country Club. The Brooklyn band Landlady is back with a self-titled album. Landlady, this is the musical project of Adam Schatz. The band also includes drummer Ian Chang from Sunlux and members of Ockerville River and Rubble Bucket. Landlady back with a self-titled album today. The artist and composer Alex Summers, he has two records out today, Siblings and Siblings 2. You might know him from his work with Sigarosa's Yonzi. These are Alex Summers' debut solo albums, Siblings and Siblings 2. The rappers Pink Sifu and Fly Anakin are back with an EP called Smoke Break. They had a full-length out last fall called Fly Sifu that we covered. And the singer-songwriter A.A. Williams has a beautiful new collection of cover songs out now called Songs from Isolation. She does particularly great versions of Radiohead's Creep and Where's My Mind by the Pixies. A.A. Williams, the album is called Songs from Isolation. All that music out now on Friday, March 19th, along with this last one that we want to play. It's a debut album from New Pagans, a band from Belfast in Northern Ireland. It's called The Seed, The Vessel, Roots and All. First of all, the tales of curse that comforts bitterness, it's a dream. This is New Pagans, the band New Pagans. Their new album is called The Seed, The Vessel, Roots, and All. And the song we're hearing from it is called Christian Boys. 
And uh, here to plug in and turn it up is NPR Music's Lars Gottridge. Hey, Lars. Hey, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs on last week's show. We were talking uh, as sort of a touchstone for the singer Louisa. I thought of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs a lot while listening to New Pagans, which is to say that they're basically very gritty songs, but super catchy. Yeah, you could toss in a little bit of the Pixies yep. and... Kim Gordon is an admitted influence, but I also hear an early 2000s emo sound, so like Life Without Buildings and Pretty Girls mm. Make Graves, so like the artier side yeah. of that era. But um, this is their debut, and it feels like something that's burned within Lindsay McDougall for decades. Lindsay is the singer of the band. She is getting a PhD in women's history in Ireland. And uh, her research focuses on embroidery and how women's artistic triumphs have been forgotten throughout Irish history. Yeah, It's kind of a common theme throughout these songs. Like there's one called Lily Yates, which is a song about an embroiderer who uh, established a small printing press, and she happened to be the sister of W.B. Yeats. But, you know, you've never heard of Lily Yates. So there's a real energy to investigate and uplift marginalized voices with this simultaneously searing and catchy alternative rock. Yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd hear someone rock so hard about the art of embroidery, <laughs> but, but <laughs> right. they pull it off. I mean, the record's kind of all over the place thematically in that way, which is interesting because, as you say, you know, the band members are just into so many other things, you know, like visual art and Irish embroidery and studying history, and they're, it's very scholarly in a way but very surprising. Yeah, and they are also, Lindsay is very interested in how the history of Ireland and the church and the bloody history of Northern Ireland all figures into their music and how they can find a way out. So there's a song called Bloody Soil, and I just want to read you the first verse. I've watched the rise and fall of bloody soil, sowing autumn veins into the earth, telling a tale of planting muddy hearts into the dark. So just really, truly vivid and haunting stuff. Mm. And, you know, like I said, they're from a country that spent decades in political, religious, and cultural conflict. And there is blood on the soil, but as dark as Lindsay's lyrics can be, something grows from that soil, and it's beautiful to watch. Great new discovery this week. New Pagans is the band, their debut album, The Seed, The Vessel, Roots, and All. Thanks so much, Lars. Thanks, Robin. That'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. You can listen to the songs we featured on this week's show and a whole bunch of other singles that came out this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists in Apple Music and Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR. You can also listen on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. And as always, sign up for our weekly newsletter to keep up with the latest from New Music Friday, Tiny Desks, and a whole lot more. You can get that at npr.org slash music newsletter. That's all one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. <laughs> <laughs>